Hey, I'm Adam, and you're listening to the Us People podcast with Sevier Rocks. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Us People podcast. I'm your host, Savvy Rocks, and today I have Adam with me, who deals with merchandise. He's a merchandise consultant, an advocate for children with mental health awareness, and he's also a business owner. Adam, thank you so much for coming on the Us People podcast. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. No, you're more than welcome. My first question is always based around you yourself as an individual, and I always love the listeners to know a little bit more about you before we go ahead and start talking about what you actually do. But Adam, where did you grow up and how was your upbringing for you? Yeah, um, I grew up in a small town in uh, Tennessee. Oh, cool. uh, In West Tennessee. uh, And um, there was about, I think, 7,000 people total in my my little town. and my upbringing was was interesting I mean, to me because, uh, of course, there were a lot of roller coaster rides for sure. But awesome. uh, it was it was really, um, I guess, when I was pre preteen, uh, when I started really noticing and grasping the stuff around me going on. With uh, you know, I grew up with a great support support system from my parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my mom struggled with mental health really badly uh, and to the point to where she started taking uh, over-the-counter medication um, like like it was candy. And my dad worked all the time. We were very, very poor. Um, I wore my mom's clothes to school sometimes because she was smaller and I could wear, I could fit in them because I'm a skinny guy. And uh, <clears throat> so I would get made fun of a lot. Um, but uh you know, always being concerned for my mom and, and my sister. I have a younger sister uh, who, uh, you know, was I was always trying to be there for her because our, mo- our mom wasn't necessarily there all the time. Um, and so there was a lot of, of that going on as we, as we grew up. And uh, it got to the point to where, you know, our mom would go out of the picture for months at a time. No one would know where she'd go. And uh, and then she would come back and act like nothing happened, uh, multiple, uh, suicide attempts. And, uh, <clears throat> and so, you know, that obviously had an effect on myself and my sister, uh, to where we started developing these symptoms, uh, for generalized anxiety, depression, and so, so on. Um, but my father was the, the strong one. I admire him, uh, every day. He's amazing. Um, but he just kind of remained head down and knew that he had to do his best to provide for us mm. as we grew up because uh, he was not making much at all. And uh, yeah, and so it was about, uh, let's see, about seven years ago, uh, my mom passed away. She ultimately succumbed to uh, the, the over-the-counter medication and the mental health that she was, you know, everything that was, she was going through. Um, and so that was a really hard time. Um, but, uh, it's, it's still weird, but, uh, you know, my sister and I have an awesome father and, uh, he's, uh, he's awesome. And he, he stays around and, uh, he still lives in West Tennessee. I moved to Nashville, uh, Tennessee oh. when I, when, yeah, it was, it's, it was a weird move, but, um, I was 20 years old uh, when I moved here. Uh, I got a job immediately at a screen printing and merch company, uh, scrubbing floors um, and uh, doing all the dirty work. And uh, and so um, I was there for about a year or two. Um, I, I, I went around and played music uh, around the country with a few bands, uh, but then <clears throat> uh, came back and decided to start my own screen printing company uh and so i've had that company for a little over 10 years now and um and then about three years ago began to 
get into the development phases for uh, my other company, Cave House uh, Supply, which is the baby and kids supply line and everything is geared towards positive positivity and uh, and then again, childhood mental health awareness. And so that's that's more than just a passion project for me. That is super meaningful and, and it goes much deeper than uh, than you know I, I could even imagine. But uh, just because of our up, my upbringing, um, it kind of led me into that direction because when I was a kid going through um, going through some of these mental issues, doctors or therapists would say that he's just a kid. It's not real. It'll, it'll go away. And that's just not the case. And so now I'm seeing that as I'm getting older, seeing other people and their children going through things, excuse me, and doctors saying the same thing of like, oh, they'll grow out of it. And it's like, no, you, you need that attention there. You need that, yeah. uh, that, that deep rooted attention and support system. So, um, yeah, I guess in short that that's kind of my upbringing to current, um, yeah. You've been through so much from young and you still manage to do something positive in your life to help other people. I I would like to yes, I would like to think so. It feels very I feel exhausted. I'm not and uh but I also it, it does feel great because um I do have a lot I I I have good close friends uh and and people that I barely know that that are maybe some more clients of mine or you know mention that oh they read my story or they heard me say something uh one time at this event or or something in there and and they would have nothing but awesome things to say yeah. and that that definitely that definitely you know puts things into perspective for me because every day i think i just wake up and it's like okay you know let's do this let's just keep going um you know my, you know, so it, it, it does feel like a struggle a lot of the time, yeah. but, uh, but well, ultimately, and especially with COVID hitting and everything, uh, putting things into perspective of, you know, nothing lasts forever and planning, you know, planning is kind of irrelevant now. And, uh, so I think the motto has just been to pivot and to just keep going. Uh, don't give up no matter what it is. Just, so I've, I've been trying to follow that in my own advice there. Yeah. Which is really good because we all go through different, t even before we started recording, we were saying um, positivity is something that we all need to have and we all go through turns in our lives and we can't stop change. Change is a constant thing in our lives that we can't um, stop. But I have admiration for you myself just in the seven minutes of you being on the podcast. And just by what you said, Adam, it, it's so important that people understand where you're coming from and what you've been through and to let other people know that they're not by themselves in any circumstance or situation. There's always somebody out there who has been through it. So I, I want the listeners to know that you're not by yourselves. You know, um, Yes. what I do also want to ask you is, is I know you told me a little bit about it, but what is so important about doing it for children? Because there's loads of adults who have mental health and anxiety and stress. And I've done a podcast with therapists who've spoken to me about this. But from your opinion and you as an individual, why was it so important to to pull it to more towards children and kids being awareness in your company? Yeah. Um, so I do want to, I would, I do want to mention that I am, I am not, uh, I, I don't have any education background in, uh, any of that, um, specifically, but, um, uh, in terms of experience and, and stuff like that, but with, so most of my friends are married and have kids and, you know, uh, a lot of people that, I'm around or I, you know, was around more. So before COVID they, they had kids and I got along with them. It's almost seemed like better than my own best friends because, uh, kids are so their minds are, they blow me away. And so <clears throat> I don't have kids of my own yet. Uh, but, uh, they're so real and genuine because they don't know any better. Yeah, and, and they're honest. So honest. And they're also more fun to be around because, I would prefer to, uh, I would prefer to, uh, 
you know, climb a tree and pretend that we are on a rocket ship heading to an unknown land than to sit at a table and discuss my business or to discuss the weather or whatever small talk that could happen. So it, it all, but ultimately it, it does start with children and also infants, uh, you know, and it, it's, uh, you know, infants can develop uh, mental health issues and it's just because that they, they can't, you know, clearly say, Hey, I feel weird or I'm having these weird thoughts or I feel really sad for some reason. They can't say that because they don't know how to talk yet uh, or they're learning how to speak. Um, there, Then that goes either unnoticed or pushed kind of back. But so that might get on, be put on pause. And then when they're 18, 25, 38, 50, all of this stuff starts coming to light. There's a trigger and boom, something from three years old, five years old is brought back up and somehow this trigger allows them to go backwards that long and, and realize, Oh man, uh, this is why I can't breathe right now. My throat feels tight and I dizzy and, uh, you know, I feel like I'm dying and so on. Uh, it, it kind of starts a lot of times it, it starts there. I feel like just because of the people I've talked with and myself and my sister and, uh, my sister's kids, even my, my nieces, um, are going through it and they're very young, but, uh, I think it, you know, a lot of the time it does start with the kids, um, and kind of what they go through, whether it's their, their home life or, uh, friends be, or people being bullies, uh, yes. or, or, or whatever it might be. And so, um, I think kids rule, uh, they're, they're amazing. And, um, and so for me, it starts there and, um, and I have the most fun with that too, because the, all of the products that I get to create and the designs I get to put on things, they're all stemmed from kids' brains. Uh, every design that I have, a, a, you know, somebody's child said it. And I was like, that would be a good, that would be a good shirt or that would be a, you know, whatever it might be. And so, um, you know, that's been very, it's, it's opened up my creativity as well. Just being able to like listen and, participate and like be around them when I can, it, it, it opens up my creativity when I feel, you know, when I feel kind of like it's been shot and I don't have any left, it's like, Oh, yeah. there it is. How is your mindset when you're being creative? How do you feel? What do you think when you decide, okay, I'm going to go in the studio, I'm going to go into work and I'm going to start creating something new, something to make people more aware, something to make kids more aware. What is your actual mindset? when you're going to start your work? Um, I think almost every time it's going in with a clear direction, mm -hmm. you know, get down to business because it's going to be a product or something to deliver. Excuse me. And so I go in with that. And then by the end of it, somewhere in the middle of there, I'm just, I'm, it's like this whole thing just opens up and it's just like, I don't know. I can't explain it. It's uh, not, necessarily like I feel like I'm flying but it's it's very just freeing uh it's a very because I'll start thinking like what I what I'm working on and then a thought pops in my head of like you know a situation from growing up or you know a story I heard or something that uh helps kind of push that creativity or uh whatever that might be and so it then in turn it just kind of becomes this whole like it's not work anymore um, it, it's more so just kind of, you know, this freeing thing, uh, and, and, uh, you know, time doesn't exist and, yeah. uh, yeah, I can't, it's really hard to explain, but, uh, but it's a great, it's a great feeling. I mean, you know, it's, it's awesome. It sounds like, um, it's a, a levitating experience. I think it's almost like it's more spiritual it's hard to explain things sometimes when you're becoming a creative person because it's on a whole nother level of spirituality where something comes to you like an epiphany. Yeah, epif yes. Yeah. Uh, it'll just it come to you. You're not planning on it happening. Uh, I would not consider myself super creative at all, but I try and I know that, uh, you know, maybe one out of a hundred times I'll, I'll succeed in it. I'll, I'll, I'll nail it down. Uh, but but yes, that is it. it. It just comes to you. It's like an epiphany of some sort. And uh, yeah, it's, it's great. 
I love that. That's definitely something great. What are the most critical changes that we must make to face the future effectively, especially when it comes to mental health? What do you feel they should be or are, from your opinion? Some critical changes to face. Uh, I think first, what I just from what I've seen from the transition from pre-COVID to boom, we're in it now. And I keep mentioning that because that's kind of, that's probably one of the more uh, bigger things that happens. That's kind of, that's affected everybody in the world, not just a select few. And for me personally, I was working myself. I, I had multiple people tell me, you're working yourself into the ground. You're going to die young because you're stressed out all the time. You're, you know, you, I, you work really hard, but you, you need to chill for a second. And I didn't believe them or I would overlook it because it was all about just getting it done. Go, go, go. What hit me in April was something hit me out of the blue and it allowed me to step back and kind of look at everything and reevaluate. And I know this sounds simple, but for me, it wasn't until, until April of like, you you have to take care of yourself. Um, and whatever that might be for you, uh, whether that is, you know, finding some time on a daily basis to meditate, do yoga, eat better, um, go on a walk. Um, you know, I, I don't know what that would be for, but, uh, but for me, it was, uh, a bunch of little different things, but ultimately it was to take care of myself because if I'm putting myself through all of this crazy mental, physical stress, how in the how in the world are my businesses going to succeed? They're not, um, and and so uh, I wasn't doing it for my businesses though because again, you know, it's it, it comes down to you and um, and you're hurting your body, you're hurting your mind, and and so I think that focusing on it's important to make time to focus on you is, yeah. is number one number one priority. It's not selfish, no matter what you think. Uh, it is not selfish. Uh, it is it is needed. It is. Uh, it is good. Um, so focusing on you and also, you know, we were talking before, uh, we started the, the recording, but about feeling stuck. Yeah. And I think that that's been in the top two or three for, for me. And I know for pretty much 99% of the people, uh, out there too, is just feeling stuck. And I thought that there was, you know, I, I was, I remember sitting in this chair that I'm sitting in now, it was in like late March, early April, where I just felt kind of doom and gloom. Like it's, yeah. it's, there's nothing more. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's just done. Um, but I think that whether you're, you're in a healthy state of mind or, you know, not doing so great, it's always good. I'm, I'm a big proponent of therapy and, and cognitive therapy is, is great. And I think that no matter where you're at, it's always good to have someone, a professional who that's their job all the time, every day to, it's just an ear for someone to listen, you know, for someone to listen to you, because that's a lot of time what's needed is just somebody just needs to talk and they don't necessarily have the right uh, people in place to just, just listen because everybody wants to throw out their opinions. And, and so I think, you know, focusing on you, which in turn could lead you to maybe finding a good therapist uh, to just talk to um, whether you're feeling awesome or you're not, uh, go for it. And then just don't give up. Just keep going. I think that changing your mindset there of nothing lasts forever. Uh, so, so just keep, just keep going. It's going to be difficult, but it'll be awesome again. Um, so I, those are my top, I think three things that have really helped me push forward in the last six, eight months. Definitely. What has been one of the most empowering projects that you've worked on and made a personal touch in your life? Um, that's a really good question. Um, I think that, so uh, here in Nashville, um, and this is just the most recent that came to mind, but here in Nashville, a, a, a very large tornado came through. Oh, wow. uh, and it was uh, basically, it was early March. So the tornado hit us, the tornado hit Nashville. And then right after that, 
the pandemic. And then, so nobody was every, all the cleanup and everything had to be put on pause. But, uh, I think a week before stuff started slowly getting shut down, uh, my girlfriend and I, we put on our boots, we put gloves on and we went out and we were just like, we don't know what to do or where to start, but let's help people clean up because a lot of them were businesses, yeah. uh, that got affected. So therefore owners are with the left without businesses and employees are left without jobs and so on. And so a lot of people's houses, of course. And, um, so we went out there and just started picking up scrap metal wood. You know, we would just so much of this debris. And I think being out in that and seeing people and I, I can't explain, you know, I think there were a few times where we all, the group I was with, we all just kind of broke down and started crying multiple times oh. that day. But I think for the most recent thing was that it was, uh, it was being part of that. And that, um, uh, that was like pretty much the biggest thing this year so far that that's really touched me and, and made me kind of reevaluate, um, that, that I'm going to be okay is seeing all of the destruction that happened and then pandemic so that these people are still without businesses or homes and living in like, you know, a hotel room still, uh, or whatever. Um, but being able to be a part of a very, like very small part of helping clean up or handing somebody a, a water or a burger, uh, something that, that was, that was huge for me. I always say the small things make the big things happen in life. So yeah. even if you're lending a helping hand to somebody, they'll never forget it. I believe you know? that. Yeah, for sure. Um, what are you most proud of that you stand for as an individual? Um, I th most proud of that I stand for. Um, I think that... Uh, I don't, there's so many things I want to say to that, but uh, <laughs> I guess, you know, um, I'm so happy that, I, I'm so happy that, you know, I had the parents that I had, although my upbringing was crazy, but on a different level, at the, the underlying part of it was my parents always told me that they always taught me to love and they taught me compassion. And yeah. I think that this year, again, going back to this year, now more than ever, compassion is kind of the word of the year. One of the words of the year is, is showing compassion. Um, and so, and, and they never, uh, they were never uh, turned a nose up to anybody. They were, they were just amazing people. And so that in turn, you know, I, I took all of that and brought it with me. And, um, and so I guess just standing for, uh, I don't know a good word though, but just kind of standing for positivity, um, even through the doom and gloom, uh, that, you know, um, uh, that could be helpful to somebody, but, uh, but yeah, I guess just the compassion, the, um, yeah, I don't know why this is a difficult, uh, question for me to, to answer. I think, I think um, sometimes questions touch people's hearts in different ways. So yeah. I believe that the word compassion, you said you hit the nail right on the head because compassion is something that I feel the, a lot of the world has lost. But at the same time, a lot of the world has gained because of what's going on. So for me, it's compassion, kindness, positiv positivity, empathy. These are all the things that I feel you're trying to say um, just in your own unique way. Um, so you said it completely right. And, and I always say it's not what you say. It's how you say it that resonates with people and lets them understand exactly where you're coming from and your point of view. I hope I got that correct on your side. No, that's, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, that is right I hope on. I, got, I hope I got that correct. <laughs> that was perfect. I, I always worry because I always want to put everyone in a positive light because that's how I see people. Mm. Um, 
so I always try to keep it that way um I know sometimes life can be very hard and we've spoken about that um but are there any other people in your life I know you've mentioned your mother and your father who I can see that you hold in high regards in your heart is there anybody else who has supported you through what you've been through your company that you have for you to be such an inspiration of what you do that you would like to talk about? Yeah. Um, I think first person outside of my, my dad, uh, is my best friend. His name is Alex, um, him. And then, you know, uh, I, I knew him before he met his wife and then he met his wife, Lizzie, and they have, they have two awesome little boys that, uh, that are just amazing. And, uh, they, Alex and Lizzie, they are, uh, them two. I can't tell you how much they mean to me. Um, uh, they've done a lot for me that I, I feel like I owe, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll never repay them back for everything they've done for me. Uh, it's so cool. My birthday is shared with their wedding anniversary. Oh, and cool. so we'll, we'll have that for forever. And, and so, but he's my best friend. He's been my best friend since I moved here. Uh, pretty much to Nashville. And, um, and so he, he's inspiring, uh, to me, uh, and, uh, watching him be a father to his kids. If I could have at least a quarter of that, when I have a kid, I will be more than happy. Um, and, uh, and Lizzie, uh, her job is working with, uh, a, a, an organization that helps, uh, people in their mental challenges and mental illnesses and um uh, and she's been she's been a light in my life for sure and uh and then my my girlfriend her name's kelsey uh we've been together for a few years now and uh she is uh she's a rock uh in my life 100 percent um being able she has her own business as well and uh and so she's been hit quite hard uh with through covid and so being able to share that and you know, bounce business ideas back and forth and, you know, she's dealing with something. And so we'll talk about it. I'm really struggling with something. I can come to her and we'll talk about it. And, you know, an hour later, it's like, thank you. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> um, you know, just to have somebody else like that, that you care about and you love, but also you get to talk through stuff like that with, uh, on a business or personal level, it's insane. Um, and so, um, and so, yeah, I think, I mean, those, those three are kind of the first like top tier, you know, of people that besides my dad, uh, that those people have really made a big impact in my life. Um, and I, I owe them the world for sure. Oh, could you, could you break down exactly what you do in your business from you having an idea to the end product of when it's finished? Just so people can understand your business more. Sure. Yeah. Um, so uh, with the the baby and kids supply line specifically, um, that one, so <clears throat> the way that comes about in terms of like an idea that can be created into a physical product or something to be sent out, uh, it's, it's kind of, again, just... I'm so thankful to be able to have friends, close friends that have, have children so that when I, when, you know, I'm around them or I'm on the phone with them and I hear them in the background and their little ideas and stuff they're saying that it's kind of basically almost everything design wise, like I was saying is, is uh, inspired by what they say. And so, you know, I've had friends, kids who talk about a robot house on the moon and that'd be cool. I, so I developed, I, I, I did a, uh, a robot house on the moon design and threw it on a shirt, uh, and, you know, a space train, some kid, you know, somebody's uh, kid was talking about a space train. So I took that idea and had a friend of mine design a space train. We put it on a shirt. Um, and, uh, and so really it's, it's kind of taking, you know, obviously I asked their permission, Hey, your kid said this really cool thing. Can I use that? And, yeah. you know, obviously and they'll of course be more than okay with it, but, uh, it's, it's kind of taking that inspiration and then also just kind of reading. I read a lot and, uh, I try to read as much as I can and, um, uh, 
about about mental health and specifically children children's mental health like how, how much uh impact that that would make and uh you know all of the different doctors and therapists and professionals that you know have um have they you know write articles about this stuff all the time yeah. so being able to kind of uh, read all of that and just kind of gain more understanding about it uh that also can inspire a product as well um yeah you know so just kind of taking it's pulling inspiration from every piece that would make sense uh is is kind of how i try to go about it what is the best advice you have ever received in your life He's laughing. <laughs> um, actually, this happened. I think it was last year, last February. Uh, I my it was my girlfriend's birthday, and she's always w wanted to go to Savannah, Georgia. So I, oh, cool. we we I told her we we drove from Nashville to Savannah, Georgia, and she had to keep her eyes closed for several hours until we came to the sign over the interstate. And I said, open your eyes. And it said Savannah, Georgia. And she freaked out. And, and so we were heading there and uh, we were hanging out and it was about the third or fourth day we were there. We were in a, we were in a, we were in a little pub uh, and there was this really older guy, older man that walked in, uh, you know, he, he kind of, you know, his walking stick and he came in and he sat down right beside me and he was very quiet, but the people that worked there was, you know, said his name and was like, well, you'd be having the same thing. And he was like, yeah. And uh, so he was regular, obviously. And, uh, so we were sitting there and, uh, my girlfriend's awesome. She just loved, she wants to talk to everybody. And so I think it was right before we left, she started talking to him and, uh, he said that she, he reminded her of his sister who had passed away and, um, her name was Kelsey Ann. My girlfriend's oh, name wow. is Kelsey Ann. And, and so all this stuff started, he, everything he was saying, it was like, well, this is really freaky. He has the same birthday as she did and as my girlfriend did. And it was just these weird things, but we asked him that question um, that you just asked me because he turned, I think he was 89 or 90 that day. Wow. Uh, and uh, we, we were sitting there and before we left, uh, we were stressing a little bit about work when we get back home i remember but uh she had asked him she said well if you would have anything you know to share you know throughout your whole life like what would that be and he just said just keep going and for some reason that was the best advice i've ever i've ever received was this random stranger uh that i don't know at all and i don't know if i'll ever meet again uh just in that moment he said just keep going. And so that's literally the motto for me. Uh, just, just keep going. It applies to everything. I love that. If you had no restrictions in the world and you had nobody judging you, what would you do or what would you be doing right now in this present moment? If you had no restrictions at all and you could do anything in the world that you wanted to do because you had no restrictions and no one judging you. What do you think you would be doing in your life? Um, no restrictions and no judgments. Um, we all have I, judgments all the time. <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Um, I, <clears throat> I think I, I would. I would love to travel. I've never been out of the country it would be nice to be able to just, uh, the work that I do is all kind of remote work anyways. A lot of it's remote work, so I can work okay. from anywhere. Um, um, so it'd be nice to kind of do that. I know that's probably a very generic answer. Um, but that, uh, that would be nice. No restrictions. Then I would like to do that. Um, but outside of that, um, <clears throat> I think that um, I've always there. I've always had a. I would, my girlfriend and I would talk a lot, and one of the things that we keep bringing up is if we had the money, if there was enough money, 
if this, if it had always came down to money, like if, if we had enough money and enough time, uh, then dot, dot, dot. And it would, it was one of those of, uh, I guess with homelessness, I've, I always, I've wanted to, for a long time, I always imagined being able to buy plots of land and build little, uh, little tiny homes or like little houses uh, on that land and be able to uh, hire, uh, hire on homeless people. Uh, there's a lot in Nashville. Um, be able to hire on homeless people and, and, and let them do, do a, a good day's worth of work, whether from my company or a friend's company or so on, and then come home, open a door, walk in, have air and heat and be able to just kind of at least sleep on a nice comfortable bed and have a little community so they can create their own community and then kind of going around to different cities doing that, that would be fun. Uh, and then eventually spreading out to being able to travel and, uh, and doing that elsewhere too. But again, it's always one of those, like, obviously that's takes time and time, energy and, and money and so many things. So I, you know, it's always a, a thought in the back of my head of like, oh, if this ever happens or when this ever happens, this is what I would yeah. love to try to pursue in the future. But, um, and probably no restrictions and no judgment too. It's, I think I would like to, I'm approaching 40, but I would like to go back to college and probably study, study up on really dive deep into, uh, child psychology. That would be kind of cool. I think now that I'm doing what I'm doing, it would be neat to have that, uh, that extra added little bit of, of knowledge. I know that for me, college doesn't matter. It's the real life experience, but I think with something like this, uh, it would be cool to go back and kind of study up on that a little bit. That sounds really cool. Actually. That yeah, sounds I, really, I really cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. I think that sounds really cool. If there was one country that you would like to go to and haven't been to, what one country or island or, or secret place would you like to go to? Scotland. Ooh. Yeah. I was actually going to go there until they said that they might ban it. <laughs> I know. I know. So I have never had, I've never had a passport until three months ago. I got my passport three months ago for the first time in, in 37 years. And I, uh, and my girlfriend got hers at the same time. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, Scotland, uh, Isle of Skye, uh, Edinburgh, all of those places in Scotland, I would love to just go and just hide away for a couple of weeks and just kind of enjoy the the actual real fresh air uh, and, and mountains. I'm obsessed with mountains, um, but Scotland, yeah. That sounds cool. That's a good place. That's a good place to pick actually. Yeah. I'm, su I'm surprised you said Scotland out of everywhere. But I know there's always one place that resonates in our hearts that even if everybody else doesn't understand, we understand why we want to go there. Yeah, and absolutely. Yes. What is the the questions that you feel people should be asking you but never really do? Is there any specific question that you feel a person should ask you but they never really do ask you but that you would like them to ask you? Hmm. That's a, that's a good question. Uh, I think that with, I have been sitting in a room with really, really close friends, my friend yeah. Alex, Alex being one of them, and they, they're employees for companies. And uh, I'm sitting there and I'm a business owner you know, and we're talking, they're talking about how they hate their jobs and how they want to do this one thing because they had this idea. And it's, it's almost like one of those where I, I don't, I won't talk. I'll just let them kind of talk and I'll throw in something here and there. But I think if I've all, you know, deep down, it's like, you know, just, just ask me, just ask me, you know, what I've done, what I've done over the past decade or so and, 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 and remained a business that's because I think that they think that it's so impossible, uh, to do. And it's just so far fetched. Cause maybe they, you know, they're married and have kids. So they don't even want to imagine having a company. 
or anything, but they have these really good ideas. And it's one of those of like, I think that's one thing that would stick out is just ask me that, you know, ask me what I've been through and what I've done and I'll be happy to share it uh, because that will show you that it doesn't matter. Like you can do it and yeah. they never do. And it's okay because I respect the hell out of them. So, you know, I, I they don't have to ask me that, uh, but, but it is one of those of like, I would love to just sit with them for, for a couple hours and just, you know, just kind of tell them everything that, that I've gone through the struggles and all of the craziness to get here and still having struggles and, and everything, but that it is so doable and that, you know, any, anybody can do it. And so that's probably one question uh, that I would say. Yeah. Maybe. I like that. Definitely. If there was, I know you said um, the man gave you a quote, which was believe, just keep going. But if there was one quote that represents you as a person, what quote would you choose and why would you choose that particular quote? I think uh, it, it would be, I'm, I'm so sorry that I don't remember who said this, but it is, uh, it's a quote, it's be kind to everyone that you meet because everyone yes. that you meet is fighting a battle. Yeah. And uh, that's a, that's, that resonates. Uh, that's, I think that one, that right there would be it. Um, because that falls in line with compassion and, uh, and everything. I think that would be one of the top 10. If, if I had to put that question, because I ask everyone that question on the podcast, that would definitely be in my top 10. Really? Yeah, it would. And when I do a podcast about my top 10 quotes, that one will be in it. Whoa, yeah. 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 Um, that, I mean, that just, that's it. You know, that, that's, that's the root of it every day and... Uh, it sucks so bad that it, you know, COVID happened and then people are starting to realize, oh, when they could have, you know, when some of us could have been doing that the whole time, uh, you know, maybe somebody's driving ridiculously on the road and you become, you, you just start raging out and you're angry and road rage. And, uh, but who knows? I mean, maybe they lost their job to COVID yeah. and they, or maybe yeah. they're, parent is sick with COVID. Maybe they are, you know, not trying to make excuses for people, but still it's just, just a little, just a little bit of kindness, like you said, goes a long way. Oh, definitely. I definitely agree with that. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about money. Cause remember you said to me, your partner and yourself said, if you could do this with money and I know that you could do buildings and you would like to make homes for homeless people. If you had, if you woke up tomorrow morning, and I really wish it did ha this did happen for you guys. If you woke up tomorrow morning, you decided I'm going to go check my bank account. In your bank account, there was infinity money, <laughs> like infinity. So that's zeros beyond zeros, okay? <laughs> and you can have a number nine in front of it, or or number one, whichever you choose is up to you because the zeros are just going on and on and on. Apart from you know, you building the homes for the homeless people, which I think is superb. And 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 giving people a chance to, because there's nothing better than giving someone a chance to do a day's work because you don't know how that resonates inside of you knowing that you've done a day's work. What would you change in, in the commercial industry of merchandise or, or in what you do to help other people? What would you change in it to make it better? Or what would you do? <laughs> that's a loaded question for sure it is wow um it's weird because my girlfriend and i were just talking about this this morning uh with how how many uh i i don't want to bring politics at all into this so I, i'm gonna not do that but how many bil billionaires there are in the world and how much change that they could make alone uh to the world with you know no more water, no more bad water and, you know, all clean water and, uh, you know, homes and, uh, education and healthcare. Anyways, I think for me, I, that's, that's a really loaded question because I, I don't think I've ever really truly sat and thought because I, you know, um, 
I think for the specific, like you were saying, the specific industry, I guess that I'm in, uh, and what I could change there, I think with merch, um, or with, you know, cave house supply, the, the baby and kids supply line, something like that. I, I would love to, uh, I would love to be able to work closely with and alongside other professionals in the mental health realm, uh, and being able to kind of put money towards uh, organizations or not organizations, but money towards, um, you know, I guess, uh, oh, sorry, specific places that could be geared towards, you know, children's mental health and, and, and it be kind of full of uh, everything that can kind of cater to the child uh, opening up different um, little, um, what am I trying to say? I guess little, not doctor's offices, because that's not really what that would be, but uh, doing something like that could be cool. I don't know. I haven't really thought about this. Uh, I bet you when you come off the podcast today and you go and speak to your girlfriend, oh, you're going to be like, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a whole book about it. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> For sure. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. That's such a, a good question. Um, do you I know mean, what I think you would be really good at Adam? What's that? If you built a school. That would be awesome. If you built a school for children who have mental health, I think you would be an awesome headmaster. That would, that I, I'm going to write that down. <laughs> I, yeah. that, that, I love that, that idea. Cause then you said that. And then of course, you know, you start thinking about all the things that could be taking place in school and, you know, uh, people that you could bring on to staff it and, uh, how, you know, yeah, just the involvement there that could, that could be great. Yes. That could be so amazing. I'll come over. Oh no, I'll come over to Nashville and I'll, I'll come and take pictures and, and interview some of the oh. kids and, <laughs> That's and, all. you know, say, listen, Adam was on a podcast with me and I said he'll be a tremendous, <laughs> you know, head, head teacher. But you would be. And I think well, sometimes, I think with all of us sometimes, no matter what's going on in our life, I think sometimes we don't look at our reflection in the mirror and realise what our truth is or what our worth is. And I think as individuals or humans, because we stress a lot and we go through anxiety or depression, we forget our worth and worth is one of the biggest things in the world that we as humans deserve. And you said this earlier on when you said, when you spoke about, it's not selfish to love yourself. Mm. It's so important. So yeah, I think you'll be great at that. <laughs> Thank you. That's huge. That That's insane. Thank you. <laughs> cool. So um, if you had to go back to one memory in your life that you felt at peace and you felt, like you resonated with the world, you felt at peace and at one with yourself. What memory would you go back to and why would you go back to that particular memory? Hmm. Uh, I, th I think that uh, the, their... there's two memories that stand out, but the, the earliest one, um, I, I remember being, uh, it's like preteen, early teen major. And my mom and dad, my mom was still here around and my mom and dad were still together. And I remember laying, I was laying in her lap, uh, at night and there's like one lamp on. It was very, you know, it was, dark in the room, just this one lamp. And we were watching this show. Don't remember what show, but I was laying in her lap and she was scratching my head. And I remember not focusing on that show as much as just of like, you know, this is cool. My mom's scratching my head and this feels awesome. And uh, nothing else kind of matters right now. Uh, yeah. That so that was, um, that I think about that actually a lot, that specific scenario. Um, I think that was probably one of the earlier ones that I would say is where I felt truly at peace and nothing else really mattered. I love that. 
That's cool. What would you like your legacy to be when you leave this world? So what would you like people to remember you as or what type of person or what would you like your legacy to be when God says I'm coming to get you and taking you back to heaven? Um that I um that I was I don't know I, I that I was uh, uh it's a hard one that's a hard one to say about yourself I mean I could yeah uh, yeah Say about yourself. Um, I guess that um, you know that I that I cared about everyone that I ever met. I mean, I I don't know. This is so weird to say. Uh, I you know I've never never met a stranger. Um, kind of thing uh, I we find it so hard to talk about other people so if I was to say to you to talk about your girlfriend for instance it would roll off your tongue yeah yeah but then when when we as individuals or humble people I call them I call them the humble ones um, when I say for the humble people to talk about themselves, we always find it really hard. It's yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, I that I I think that I hope that that I was that I did show the care. And the love, and the support, and the passion that I, I want to show, mm-hmm. every like, that yeah. I, that I want to show, I, I would, I would, I would love it if other people or hope that other people would ever even say any of those things about me. That would be, that would be amazing. Uh, that'd be awesome because. I, I don't know, you know, every day, especially not being able to see many people these days. Um, you know, you're one of the first people since March I've, you know, let in my home, but it's through a screen. Oh. And so it's like because of lockdown and stuff. But I, I think that I would I would love it if that was the case of just that, because I think a year ago it would be I want people to say that I was hardworking and that, you know, but that's great and all. But at the end of the day, if it's for all of the wrong reasons, uh, it, then it's, yeah. it's kind of, it's, it's just, it's no, that's no point. Um, and I worth, think, yeah. again, you know, like, uh, th- that would be nice if, if that compassion and that passion, uh, kindness and truth and, and everything just kind of what I want to try to strive to do every day, you know, people said that, I guess. That's good enough, I think. Yeah. That's definitely good enough. <laughs> no, it is. No, it really is. <laughs> I have two more questions for you, Adam. And my second to last question is, what advice would you give anybody who is in a similar situation as you or or is on the same kind of pathway as a similar pathway as you? And sometimes they feel like giving up or they get stressed or... Um, they don't know what direction to go in because they feel stuck. What advice would you give them that is positive to tell them or help them? What would you say? Um, I don't want to keep repeating myself, but ultimately what, what it came down to for me that opened my eyes that kept, you know, was that, truly truly that nothing lasts forever good or bad 
So just keep going. Those two things, uh, I know they sound so simple, but or or maybe they just sound ridiculous. But ultimately, it's it, nothing lasts forever. So just just keep going. People, you know, um, yeah, I think those those two would be the the biggest the, the first things that I would say uh, that failure failure is an option and whether it is business or personal life it's it's going to happen and and, and you will also overcome that failure and move on um, and it's and it truly is it sounds cliche but it truly will make you stronger and yeah in uh, that like we were discussing earlier uh, you know a lot of people need that release of being able to just talk about it, just talk about what they're going through, good or bad. So finding a good, uh, I think a good therapist, a good cognitive therapist that, that won't throw out pain meds or anything, but that will truly give you the time and the restructure of your, you know, your brain work and all of that. Uh, finding a good therapist so uh, would, would do that. Uh, and they can help you. You could find someone who can help you with your personal or your business or both, uh, and uh, and really kind of get down to the meat of the of the the day to day. Um, but just keep going, man. I, I'm going to say that for the rest of my life. Now it really just did that. Like it made it. that big of an impact because I, I want. I am. I get stuck so much, and especially now, you know, get, you know it can get dark really fast. Uh, and so any little bit of light that you are able to either create or, or find, uh, that's going to go a long way. So, uh, so yeah, j just, just keep, keep at it, keep, keep going, uh, and, and move past all of the, the failures. Cause there's going to be successes there. That's just inevitable. If you keep going, it's going to succeed. Yeah, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that, most definitely. And Adam, my last question for you is, where can we find you on all your social medias? If somebody else would like to get in contact with you, just like the way I did, how would people be able to get in contact with you? Well, uh, I think that I have most of the URLs of Adam Tanaka. There are a few more Adam Tanakas out there. Uh, I think that I so. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, I don't usually use Twitter, but uh, LinkedIn, all of the, it's just Adam Tanaka. Uh, and uh, and then, yeah, and then uh, cavehousesupply.com and lifeandlimbprinting.com are my companies. Um, and um, adamtanaka.com is going to be a thing, but, you know, um, but yeah, uh, I guess that way would work yeah cool sounds good to me adam i want to thank you so much for coming on the us people podcast you've been such a humble guest and i really appreciate the fact that you came on thank you so much thank you so much for having me i, I appreciate it thank you you're awesome no no you're welcome and guys thank you so much for listening to the us people podcast and please remember you can subscribe to spotify itunes google play and any other platform that you prefer listening to please also follow us on facebook instagram and twitter and you can also donate to the us people podcast by simply going on the savio rocks website or just typing in paypal.me forward slash us people podcast thank you for listening stay happy stay positive and as always please continue to be kind to one another. thank you that was that was fun yeah i mean so, yeah i was great just some of those questions uh man they're so hard to answer because you know they're about you and so it's it's uh yeah thank you i'd love to keep in touch and uh
stay, you know, stay, stay, uh, stay in tune to what you're doing. And uh, this has been great. I've enjoyed it so much.